Hey guys, welcome back to Sammy Talk Serious. Just a reminder, last week's episode was on different sides to the legalization of marijuana in the United States. If you're interested, look below and go ahead and listen to it. For today's podcast, Views on Assisted Suicide, we are sponsored by the UW-Eau Claire Club Catalyst, which is a student organization of nonpartisan political talks. Alright, and we're back. So we are doing something a little different today. We will be having a guest on today's episode. She reached out to me and I'm very excited to have her here today. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to reach out to me? Yeah, my name's Heather and I'm a student at UW-Eau Claire and I'm majoring in public relations and I'm currently a freshman. I wanted to reach out to you because I'm currently dealing with a situation at home and the topic of assisted suicide has been a heated point of discussion. I really want to know more on the topic since most of my family is conservative. Most of their argument was for being against assisted suicide, but I didn't jump in their conversation because I didn't know much about it, so that's why I'm here. I can definitely help you with that. Okay, Heather, to start off, What do you know about the topic of assisted suicide? Well, it's for people who are in pain and are probably not going to make it. I guess I don't know much about it, but I'm pretty sure it's up to the patient and family and doctor who decides if it should be an option. Alright, so you have a basic understanding, but not much more? Yeah, I'm not well versed on it, but I have wanted to learn more about it lately. Perfect, then you should learn a lot. So let's start off with what assisted suicide exactly is. It is defined as suicide committed by someone with assistance from another person. That person is usually a physician. This definition comes from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. With that, let's get into the physician's point of view. Heather, what do you think a doctor's stance on assisted suicide is? I feel like they would be for it, especially if they can no longer help the patient. Well, that is definitely true for some doctors, and they definitely view assisted suicide as a last resort option. But actually, many doctors are mostly against assisted suicide. They often believe it goes against what a doctor actually does. They are known to be healers, and assisted suicide, in a sense, is giving up on that ideal. They feel like they lose part of their identity if that is the outcome for their patient. It goes against their instinct. Jeffrey David, a general practitioner in the UK, said, It seems that part of the moral constitution of a doctor is a commitment not to intend the death of a patient and to protect them from harm. After many years of pursuing pursuing a higher education to help people, they do not simply want to give up on their patients. Do you have any questions so far, Heather? Yes, actually. Does their lack of support then have anything to do with legality issues they might possibly face if they give a patient a lethal dose when they really shouldn't have? Well, legality is always an underlying factor, especially for anything political. But there is another viewpoint where they constantly worry about the legal issues. An often forgotten viewpoint is that of a social worker. Social workers often work with terminally ill patients. I never thought of a social worker working with terminally ill patients. I really just thought they worked with married couples and people with other domestic issues. 
Social workers often work with and counsel terminally ill patients and their family to help them cope with the traumatic situation they are facing. They also help guide them through the financial aspect they will face. According to the Social Work Policy Institute, social workers advise families about residential alternatives, facilitate links to financial resources such as Medicaid, case manage the multiple providers in complex situations, and counsel families who at times may be geographically distant from their dying relative. Where exactly do they face possible legal issues? Well, social workers face legal trouble when it comes to counseling the terminally ill patient. They cannot push a patient to make a certain decision, either to have them end their life or to keep fighting. They have to walk on eggshells because too often there is a case of a family accusing a social worker of making their loved one end their life or that they have pushed them too hard to keep fighting when they were in too much pain to continue their journey. A well-known case, the Nicholson case of 2010, which challenged what is considered murder, Nicklin A well-known case, the Nicklinson case of 2010, which challenged what is considered murder. Nicklinson suffered a debilitating stroke and Nicklinson did not want to live with that anymore. He wanted a lethal injection dose to end his suffering, but wanted sanctity for whoever gave that to him either his wife or his doctor. Although he ended up losing the case because he was not a terminally ill patient as the law stated, but he did raise many questions. Other cases have shown that people who displayed a closer relationship to the patient who decides to end their own life do not get prosecuted, but those who were not as close to the patient often do. Social workers are usually not close personally to their patients, so they are more likely to get into legal trouble. This is not about giving the actual lethal dose, but instead talking about whether they should or should not continue their life. Not being close with a terminally ill person in a legal perspective looks like they do not have their best interests in mind, which leads them to think they were pushed by their doctor to make a certain decision. I never really thought about that. I didn't know social workers had to be so careful in what they say to their patients so they don't have to worry about getting into legal trouble. It seems odd that, for doing their job, they can face prison time. Then what about money and the economics? Does that affect the decision on whether assisted suicide should be legal or not? Well, of course money always plays a role, especially in the United States. According to the Economics of Assisted Suicide by Daniel Haney, Assisted suicide would hurt the economy very little. Comparison data showed that if assisted suicide was legal throughout the U.S., roughly 62,000 people would end up use, utilizing it, which is very low numbers considering there's 1.4 million people under hospice care in 2015, according to the CDC. If it were legalized, it would be around $6 million to run it, which sounds like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things is a very small dent in the United States budget. I feel like six million dollars is a lot of money that could be, not to be rude, but put to more useful things. And that's another thing. It depends on how we perceive the six million dollars. Could it be used to fund other things? Yes. But is six million dollars actually enough to make an impact on the things we choose to fund instead of assisted suicide? It all really depends and is relative. Not that you make an invalid point, but if we look at the big picture, that ideal can shift. 
Okay, Heather, do you, do you have any final questions or thoughts? No, I think I understand more why assisted suicide is such a complex idea. I didn't know that many doctors are against assisted suicide and that social workers dealt with terminally ill patients and their families so often. I also thought there would be a larger economic force behind assisted suicide. You really helped me open my eyes to what assisted suicide is and why it is a heated topic. I'm glad I could help. Thank you for joining me here today, Heather. It's been a pleasure. That concludes today's episodes of Views on Assisted Suicide. Next week's episode is on GMOs. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep partying! And thank you for the music titled Calm by Some Pie.